It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode. Hey, good morning, good morning. We are right here in Buckhead today overlooking Lenox Mall and looking at one of these, quote, Chamber of Commerce days. As a matter of fact, I believe we have. We do have some Chamber of Commerce people in the room, don't we, today, Rich? Mike, did you have that locked and loaded ready? That was perfect. Wow. Well, every day in Buckhead, according to Sam Michelle, is a Chamber of Commerce day, so we're certainly just going to really ramp it up today. We've got some visitors from the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce with us today. What a coincidence. Yeah, we've got Mr. 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 Martinez and Mr. Vasquez with us. We've got Diane Bogino a professional speaker who is going to give us some information about leadership and pointers about things that CEOs don't know that they need to know or things that CEOs don't practice that they need to practice or gosh we'll just look at that in a minute but first of all let's let's talk about the chamber because chamber of commerce with a new economy and what's going on in the marketplace is being more and more and more important every day uh course we're right here in buckhead the buckhead business association helps sponsor this show and today we have a guest from the uh, georgia hispanic chamber of commerce which represents the whole state for a very important segment of our business and we've got their i believe their membership guy their outreach yeah. guy and and one of their great members here so let's just roll right into talking about you know how many folks are in the georgia chamber uh, hispanic chamber these days yeah sure thank you well first of all it's an honor to be here with all of you and thank you for having us uh, santiago here and I'm actually the vice president and CFO, but yes, membership, <laughs> outreach, all that stuff. <laughs> all just, the all the above. You know, that's the way You're it goes. You're in charge of numbers, one way or the other. Numbers the in the door and number, dollars in the pocket. That's the way it goes, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have about 1,300 members right now, and the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce was actually established in 1984. So it's one of the longest-standing Hispanic chambers in the country. Wow. Uh, also, one of the largest, top 10. In terms of size, and and we know this because we ourselves belong to the U.S. Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So, we attend their conventions, we get training, we get some funding from them, and uh, that allows us to be connected to what's happening across the country. Well, I know you have to look out for your your constituencies, and of course, mm-hmm. people have to continually see vi- value in being a member of the chamber. So, talk to us about those top five things that your members would just jump up and down and say, man, this is the greatest thing in the world because I couldn't do this by myself. So talk about some of those things. Sure. Great question. I, w- I would say, number one, our, our bread and butter for sure is networking and connectivity, right? So we have spent a lot of time building up relationships, uh, relationships with corporations, relationships with organizations and government entities that can really facilitate contracts for our, our, um, for our members. Number two, for sure, would be business growth. Uh, business acceleration. So we have business coaches that we work with, certified business coaches, over 30 years of experience that teach classes that that can walk our businesses through the process of how to grow their business and help them create a strategy. Number three, I would say, is our, our strategic alliances that we have. So for a good example of that is we partner with the small business development centers based out of the universities here. Um, There's actually a person on our board from the Small Business Development Centers. They come and do free consultations. They work with a lot of folks. They will meet with them. They will help them throughout the process of of obtaining funding to grow their business, right? So I would say those are top three. Um, Four is we offer reduced spaces in Buckhead, office space in, in in our building. Now, we're not the owners of the building, but we're the main tenants. We're right on West Paces Ferry Road, and and 
we offer offices for about three to four hundred dollars for small businesses, kind of like an incubator. Encourage them to take advantage of being on West Paces Ferry Road, a reduced rate, and at the same time get the benefits of being in a little ecosystem where they can connect with other business owners and grow. That's very good. Well, let's let's look out there so you can get a Buckhead business address. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. neat. How did we not know about this? <laughs> that's the best kept secret in Buckhead. Yeah. It is right, and, and uh, we're trying to change that. And, and we sure. can, we can grow we can grow up from an interior office to an exterior office and, o- and overlook a great restaurant next door. As that's I remember. True. Oh, absolutely, you can. No, it's a great space. Great, great place to be. Great space. Now I know well, you do a lot of lot of networking functions. I had the pleasure a few months ago of going to one of your I guess uh, uh, intro sessions for new members, and I know you have a great, great, great bunch of volunteers. I know you've got Kenny with you today. He's going to talk about some of that. But talk about what it really takes to run a statewide chamber because most of us don't conceive of this 300-mile-long state and 150-mile-wide state. And how in the world do you serve all the constituencies in, in your marketplace? Well, it's not, it's not easy. Thank you for the question. But it depends on lot, a lot on relationships and building strategic alliances. So uh, one of the things that we have done is we have created networking groups we have partnered with certain members, and, and Kenny's part of this. Uh, for example, in Gwinnett, we actually partner with the Gwinnett Chamber. Um, we, we know that the Gwinnett Chamber um, has great leadership. We know they want to reach out to Hispanic businesses. We also know that, like every other chamber, they have limited resources. So we, we came to an agreement that we would help them reach out to the Hispanic business community um, if they allowed us to use their resources, office space, programming, doing the same thing in the North Fulton Chamber, uh, working with them, great relationship there. Working in Cobb County with Kenny and and other folks, we've created a a leads group, like a referral-based group that meets every, what, twice a month, and it's it's going gangbusters. Down on the south side, now we're just talking about the metro Atlanta area, we have a group of folks that are working together, and they put activities together. So what we're trying to do is feed off this concept of local and organic. We understand that that the small businesses, they need to develop their ecosystems around where they are, and we want to facilitate that kind of networking, both for Hispanic businesses to network with other Hispanic businesses and for Hispanic businesses to network with other businesses in general. In Savannah, we have a Hispanic chamber down there that was started a couple years ago, so we provide support, technical support, fundraising support, and then throughout the state, we work with, with some partners that are already established. It might be a CPA in, in Hall County. It might be a community advocate up in Dalton. But we try to, to, to provide services and resources from people that already have the trust of the community and provide them with the tools to be able to serve the community. Well, in a minute, I'm going to ask you to kind of run down your events. But, but while we're taking just kind of a breather here, go ahead and quote your uh, website so people listening in can go ahead and look you up and be referencing the events and so forth as we move on. Here sure, so. sure. It's uh, GHCC, Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, dot org. Dot org. Right, you mentioned you're the CFO. Right. And, uh, and, and your secondary job is to keep the membership as high as possible, right? <laughs> That's right. Though so, we just hired a membership director, which is great news. You know, so. Well, I know you're, you're glad to pass off one of those hats. What, what is their name, by the way? Nadia. Nadia. Look at yeah. I'm looking yeah, shout out to Nadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah shout out right. to Nadia. I mean, you need it. now let's talk about those events that Nadia is going to get all the customers <laughs> to. So that's right. kind of run through a typical month or in the typical sure. quarter and even a typical year at the chamber so you can give an idea. As again, Rich always gets to me about this evergreen process. So no matter when they can tune in, I know you probably have annual events and monthly events and quarterly events. So right. talk about those some. 
Well, we always have a, the breakfast that you went to, Mike. Uh, it happens every month uh, at our building. Usually it's the second Friday, not always, but um, there's always a, a breakfast, uh, an orientation breakfast in our building. For folks that are either new members or folks that are considering membership, we want you to come in and kind of learn and see how, how the chamber can help you, how, how it operates. We always have a mixer in the evening, at least one mixer a month. Uh, one of the things that we're doing now is circulating that mixer around the metro Atlanta area since we have these networking groups that are established. Um, so those are opportunities that always exist. Um, beyond that, the networking groups meet at least once a month. So you've got opportunities in Gwinnett, you've got opportunities in North Fulton, in Cobb, and on the south side, and by, by the south side I mean McDonough and Fayetteville. So you at least have opportunities there to participate in one networking event a month, for sure, for certain. Other than that, we have different events throughout well, the year. I know you're excited about collaborations. So I'm going to give you one free one. If you ever need to do anything in the College Park Tri-Cities area, please give me a call. I'll help host something there for you. Absolutely. Because we have a lot of business going on. Have you, have you heard about the airport down there? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you up on that offer. Uh, we, 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 can, we can help provide some space there because we have a lot of business owners, smaller business owners, that are always looking for opportunities to interface with with other people. Now, you mentioned the SBDCs and, of right. course, SCORE and so forth. Talk about the business growth. I know that Kenny is a financial planner kind of guy and also one of your key volunteers, but talk about the, what, the way you really recruit and maintain these collaborative partners, uh, chambers included. Well, one of the things that, that we take very seriously is our reputation, obviously. We've been around 34 years, and we're very careful as to who we align with strategically. Uh, we really only have two or three strategic alliances and and the SBDC is certainly one one organization that because it's based out of the university system because of the work that they do because of the resources that they have we actually have a memorandum of understanding with them that's been going on for a couple of years and basically the work that is done there are consultations in our office every month uh, for our business expo that happens in November of every year they come and they help us create a track on how to grow your business and provide speakers and facilitate subject matter experts as well as curriculum. And then now, this year, for the first time, we're collaborating and partnering with them to teach classes. So we'll be doing some classes with uh, SBDC, the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs um, in the fall in Spanish. It's like an eight-week course. Wow. And so for us, we take that very, very seriously. The fact that we're putting our name on, on, on something with somebody is something we take seriously. So we only do it with maybe two or three. ACE, SCORE, SBDC is about it. Well, that's, that certainly keeps you very busy. Now, I know, again, back to the statewide process. Talk about what's going on right now. We're in the, we're in the congressional session or the mm -hmm. lobby session or the yeah. whatever session. So I know you've got to be very busy down to the state house looking for opportunities to uh, – to interface with uh, elected officials. So talk a little bit about your outreach sure. from that perspective. Thanks for that question, by the way. We actually have a great lobbyist. Um, I'll throw him a bone. His name is Jimmy McDonald, McDonald uh, Donahue Firm. And, uh, excuse me, Jimmy uh, always jokes that he is a South Georgian and Peruvian. <laughs> his, his dad is from South Georgia, and his mom is actually from Peru. And uh, so Jimmy really understands both cultures, um, and so he represents us. They've been down there for three years. We just had our legislative breakfast. And a couple of things that we try to do down there. One is we try to make sure that all the state legislators know 
that there is representation for Hispanic businesses down there. Two, we want to make sure our membership understands the process and how important it is to get connected. We always encourage our members, find out who your local representatives are. Who are your city council folks? Who are your uh, county council folks? And who are your state reps? And start building that relationship. So we do a big breakfast. We invite speakers. We invite our members. And then we do a day at the Capitol where we encourage our members to come and, and, and go around the Capitol and build relationships and connections. But we stay on top of things. There's certain legislation that we try to fight, certain legislation that we promote. Um, and then we work with our business owners. We have one business owner right now who is the only Latino bourbon uh, maker, or I, I don't know what the right term is, but he has his own line of bourbon, and he's the only Hispanic that we know that does that. And he's having help us. He needs our help with some 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 um, legislation, and so we're working on that with him. Well, I don't know about the legislation, but I'm available to help with tasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it, and it's a great bourbon. It's a, it's a great bourbon. I think Kenny can attest to that. It, it yeah. certainly is. He has some in his coffee right now. Does he live in the suburbs? <laughs> the bourbon? <laughs> the burbs? The burbs. He, he lives in a borough. Come on, Rich. Did yeah. you key that one up in advance, Rich? Are yeah, you going to wait yeah, to say Ken is, Kenny's passing me the lines. Yeah, whenever Kenny's yeah. passing <laughs> but, but, you know, it's a big deal here because Georgia is still catching up with a lot of their, their liquor laws, you know. And so um, it's it, he's had some issues with distribution, and he was having issues with a lot of things that we don't think about, but we address it from the business perspective. Sure. Well, it's amazing what the, what the spirit world has done for us here in Georgia <laughs> in terms of our specialty bourbons and our new our new, uh, craft, our beers. new craft beers, of course, yeah. and vodkas being made. Right. The thing about the bourbon is you got to wait about eight or ten years before you start selling the stuff, so you got to figure out some way to, to grow true. your business. So back to the OSBDC. Well, I wanna, let's, let's take a moment here and shift over to Kenny, who's a uh, Kenny, you're actually a financial planner, but I, I've known you as the key, one of the key volunteers. And, of course, the organization needs to, needs to have the folks who take ownership in and, uh, and continue to grow and nurture not only your own business as being part of the chamber, but also the business of those of your compadres and your collaborative partners who you uh, support every day, every week, and, and throughout the year. So talk a little bit about your experience in general, and then we'll wrap up the segment with a little bit about your personal business, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been a member of the Chamber for about a year now. Uh, quite frankly, Michael, it's been one of the best experiences that I've had here in Georgia and professionally as well. Uh, one of the big things for me, uh, especially after becoming an ambassador for the Chamber, is that I got to meet a lot of like-minded individuals. Uh, the reason why I got into the business that I'm in is because I really wanted to reach out into the Hispanic community and help people in that community not only learn about the, thi the services that I offer, but just generally help them advance and, and become better prepared for retirement. So one of the big things for me has been the networking groups. I'm a member of the Cobb Networking Group, which allows me to uh, share leads with a lot of other individuals that are uh, as well, like-minded in, in reaching out to that community, not only that community, but other uh, communities here in the, in the state of Georgia that haven't been afforded the same opportunities. Um, for me, the, uh, the fact that I can also meet a lot of resources for my clients. The SBDC has been a fantastic resource. I mean, the work that they do, offering free consulting work for, for my clients is, is actually something that's unparalleled. <laughs> To a lot of the other well, resources, we do, we do have one of the top SBDCs in the nation here in Georgia, so we're very blessed with that opportunity. Just like Absolutely. having a great chamber and quality people. Yes, sir. So, as you uh, as you talk about passing uh, 
the friends, and we'll, ra we'll wrap up in a minute with a question. I'm going to ask both of you, and I'll save it, but I'll think a little bit about it. If you had to look at what you can do over the next 12 months to help not only the chamber grow, but help new members be very entrenched, because I'm, I'm just, I'm just uh, envious of you with only one year in the chamber. Santiago, how, how, what, what hmm. kind of special pill did you give this guy? Well, uh, <laughs> you know. How do you recruit good quality members like this? I'll, I'll tell you, we got really lucky, and, <laughs> and this came, this is the way life works sometimes. We were meeting with Minolta, uh, who had just moved here, the, at least the new person had moved here, and he came from Idaho, and he said, hey, do you guys have a leads group or a referral group? And he said, if you don't, we'll help you start one. And I said, we'll take you up on that. <laughs> and so he put his guy on it. He didn't do it, but it took about six or seven months to get this going. And then somebody else came to us and said, I want to do a leads group. And I said, no, help us do this one. So we got three people involved, and we started promoting it. And before you know it, you know, we had like maybe 25 or 30 people attending this leads group. And these, some of these folks, like Kenny, weren't even members of the chamber. He had just heard about the leads group, was looking for business. And when I saw Kenny and I saw Ashford Advisors, I said, wait a minute, like we got to jump on these guys, you know. And and so I called him immediately and we started talking and he just, we got really fortunate that he's a great guy and passionate about business. Well, put it, putting a segue in there perfectly now, we, we saw someone with a name that might be interested. We had, a, we had a personality that might be interested. You had an opportunity that might be interested. So you had a, a fertile ground to plant a new lead right. in. And, of course, uh, now you, you did a great segue to Ashford Advisors, who is, who is a financial planning agency, and is, is that's, what, that's where you hang your shingle, right? <laughs> that's, that's correct. I'm <laughs> a financial tell, tell representative. It, take a moment. Let's go to the commercial side of that and talk a little bit about your guardian relationship and your Ashford, and tell us about yeah. why it's so valuable for you to bring such a resource as this to the chamber and why you're so proud to, to hang your shingle there. Absolutely. I appreciate the question, uh, Michael. So I am a financial representative with the Guardian Life Insurance Company of New York, um, and really, my responsibility there is three main tenets. It's protect, save, and then help people behave. Uh, very, very <laughs> simple principles. Um, protection first, of course, because if we don't do that for our clients, then they're open to lawsuits, they're open to um, uh, death, sickness, injury, and all of those are things that can really affect their assets moving forward in the future. So the first thing that we take care of for them is protection. After that, we simply help them put in strategies that will help them with their cash flow, help them save more money for the future, because we've come to realize that the amount of money that you save on a monthly or yearly basis is way better than any rate of return that you can get in the market. Uh, that is the behavior part of it. So just helping people make sure that they're putting the money away. Now, with the chamber, I've seen that a lot of Hispanic business owners, a lot of uh, Hispanic families really need to learn these principles, and I'm there to help with anything that I can to make sure that they're putting money away for retirement and just better prepared for the future. Very good. Well, now, how do they get in touch with you at the uh, Guardian uh, slash Ashford Advisors? So they, they can visit our website. It's uh, ashfordadvisors.net, or they can just dial my personal cell phone. I'm always available, which is 404-406-5930. I am always available to help anybody that I can. And that last thing, go ahead and give your email address in case they're uh, right at their computer. It's Kenny Vasquez, V-A-S-Q-U-E-Z, at ashfordadvisors.net. Now, listen, listening to you today to, makes it sound like this has been one of your most valuable years in business. Has this, been, this last year been your best year? Absolutely. 
It, it, it definitely has, and a lot of that has to do with the Chamber of Commerce. Well, you're we certainly going to get that they get that recruit in there. So uh, how do we get another one of you in the Chamber? <laughs> I'm a membership-oriented guy, and the Buckhead Business Association is always looking for one more quality guest and looking for one more quality member. So in a moment, we're going to wrap up and talk a little bit about our next guest, which is Diane Bugino, who has been with the, cha- with the Buckhead Business Association now for uh, not that long, right? No, I'm fairly new. Fairly new. Yeah. How new? Uh, about, I joined in January, right before, actually right before Christmas. Well, I like that New Year's resolution. Right, We're glad yes, to have you in the yes. room. So tell us a little bit about why it's exciting for you to be a new BBA member. Well, I wanted to get with some real professional people that are in a variety of businesses. Uh, as you know, I'm a member and past president of the National Speakers Association, but that's rather um, a niched group. <laughs> And we're all after the same people. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to join the Buckhead Business Association because they have a great reputation uh, for promoting business, number one, and working with the community and quality members like Michael Moore. Oh, nice guy. You know, most people don't realize that the Buckhead Business Association was actually founded about, what, Rich, about 65 years ago now, a long time ago. Yep, and celebrating it, their 65th. And it was, and it, they, the, the rumor is it was it was founded to determine who was kicking the garbage cans over in front of the stores at night, <laughs> just just to figure out who, how those rowdy kids who are now the now the people who run Buckhead, uh, and of course that was way back before even uh, that was during the years that, that, that Buckhead was integrated into the city of Atlanta, which was very interesting to think about. This was the north side of the city back in those mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. Uh, and as as we talked about how you grow your business and how you look at things, uh, organization was taking the cha- place of the Chamber of Commerce back in those days, but now, of course, we're part of the Atlanta Chamber, and, of course, we ha- we service all the different communities that we can service. Um, Diane, now you focus on leadership, and you focus on training and teams, so talk a little bit about your business, and by the way, thank you for your service as president of the National Speakers Association, because I, I do understand, we'll let you talk about it if you want, how important it is to the the size and the quality of the uh, of the chapter here. I guess it is the best chapter in the country. Absolutely it is, yes. <laughs> and we do have great programs, uh, business programs, which is uh, one of the reasons I maintain my membership there. So uh, Toastmasters teaches you how to speak, but NSA teaches you how to actually make money speaking, which is a good thing. So One, one thing is you have to ask, ask for it, right? That's right. That's true. <laughs> so uh, leadership, teamwork. Uh, x-rays you have something in your pile about i help people x-ray themselves right uh kitty and i actually have a lot in common because i help people behave as well (laughs) that's very important (laughs) in public or private (laughs) both actually (laughs) believe it or not um yeah i help uh, ceos look at their talent to see exactly what they have in place what's missing um for example i i recently did a program at a bank and uh in montana oh my god took me all day they, to get they do there have money they have money out there yeah <laughs> they do they have a lot of it money took two in montana. days to get back i bet <laughs> there's a lot of money in montana actually well ted, ted turner has a couple pieces yes. of, a couple of ranches out there I he think. sure does yes and um so i go in and help the ceo uh find out exactly what's missing this bank for example did not have anybody driving things through their organization in terms of business development so that was a really big gap for them and they wanted to grow so that, w- that was one thing I went in and helped them with. Okay, so now let me just, let's just drill down on that. When you went in, you identified a need, quote, they had no one driving new business or driving business development. So what, what did you, how did you recognize that and what did you do? 
Well, I use a battery of assessments, and I worked with the executive team. And one thing I do is, uh, you know, some programs will work with the entire team, and some people will go in and do fun programs, and those are great. But you've got to work with the team and the individuals. So um, I give them uh, a battery of assessments to help them understand themselves and understand how to better communicate with each other. And uh, we did a SWAT, uh, a little minor SWAT there, and uh, right there on... No, they don't have flies in Montana. No. What do you mean SWAT? <laughs> <laughs> Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Ah. So they could see, once I had the assessments done and everybody in their place, I put a wheel up uh, where I could see where everybody's uh, position was in the company, and there was a gap you could run a bull through in business development. So that's how we, we could actually see a visual of what was missing. So you got everybody on board fairly quickly. What size organization was this in terms of numbers of people in this executive team you were working with? Uh, that particular team has 10 people on it. That's, that's like herding a few cats. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. A lot of personalities. You talked about these assessments. Right. Talk to me a little bit about how you use different tools to work with different teams. Um, these assessments are they're valid, they're reliable, and they're scientifically based. Who said so? <laughs> the company I get them from, and that's the reason I went with this company, Target Training International out of Arizona. And they constantly do research uh, on their assessments, unlike, uh, for example, the Myers-Briggs, as you know, was uh, not to bash the competition, but it was created by a mother-daughter team with no scientific background. And Carl Young actually had no input into those assessments. They were based on his work, but... These are, we actually do a lot of brain research because we have found that people have more reaction to what they don't like than to what they do like. Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't trying to give you a circle question there, but, uh, you know, we all do know that as we've learned more, and, you know, brain research is one of the areas we're learning an awful lot in, and, mm -hmm. and, and what normally seems obvious may not be correct. <laughs> and we've, we've got to allow ourselves. So you really re bring something to the table I think we ought to focus on for just a moment and talk, you know, you talk about experience. A CEO has got to have not only the trust that you can e execute and come into their team properly and train or coach them, but also you've got to gain the confidence of the team. So you not only had the, the one decision maker, whoever decided to bring you in to help, but you had to bring those other nine or ten people mm -hmm. on. So talk about a little of engagement and what makes you successful in being a, one of today's great coaches. Well, when we administer the assessments, we actually do an individual debrief, and um, I can do it in person or over the phone. And I really get to know them. They get to know me. They input the information, so they can't say that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Although we know it's not an exact science, uh, but people are amazed at how these assessments do nail them. So we're able then to have discussions around their goals, why they're not reaching their goals, and things of that nature. So I can build up trust from that, and then we enter into a six-month coaching program. Wow, so six months. Mm. Mm, that's, that's, uh, that seems like a pretty good cycle. Talk, to, talk a little bit about that process of the, of the trust and the timeline. Uh, it's great that we have so much technology available to us now where we can prepare via long distance, via video conferencing. You can even be in Montana and maybe not have to fly there. That's right. So this is managed. So talk about how you've seen the business grow because I know you've been practicing this trade for a few years. I have, and uh, just like Kenny, I just had my best year ever, and uh, after 20 years, just bought myself a new car. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it has been great, and uh, I'm actually ramping up my marketing, which I know we're all familiar with here, um, to, to help grow my business, and uh, my niche is actually hotels and banks. Ah, 
Okay, well, I like the bank part. The, hot- <laughs> the hotels, I mean, how many sheets can you change how quickly? I don't, you know, I don't, work, I don't think I want to go there. So let's see now. How, how do we get in touch with you? Um, my uh, website is performstrat.com. My email is diane at performstrat.com. And my phone is 404-320-7834. And, hey, I'm in Atlanta. So what size ba- banks and hotels are we looking for or organizations? Uh, um, I work with, uh, like, mid-sized companies for the most part. Um, I try to really avoid the Fortune 500 com- companies. Uh, I like to keep it a little smaller because decisions get made quicker, and I get really get to know more of the people in the organization, so it, it uh, helps with a more well-rounded result orientation. Well, we're very proud to have you here prospecting and suspecting in the Atlanta metropolitan area, and especially focused on Buckhead. So talk a little bit about what the BBA has meant for you over the last uh, one and a half months so far. Well, I got to <laughs> reconnect with you for one thing, because uh, I haven't seen you in, in quite a uh, few years, I don't think. Uh, but I've already met some quality people, and I really admire people who are serious about business. And um, every organization does not have that. So um, I want to get to know people in there better and learn from them about growing their their businesses, how they do it, so I can apply that to my business. Well, I'm going to do the rest of your new member orientation because, as you may remember, I was president of the Buckhead Business Association many years ago, mm-hmm. and went from, as I say jokingly, they get, they sold me the job with 800 members, and by the time I took office in 2003, I was down to 300 members, so I, I was uh, yeah, at a disadvantage, but we do meet it, uh, we do meet, meet three times a month uh, on Thursday mornings at the City Club of Buckhead. We have great speakers and great network time. Mm-hmm. We also have a Thursday evening after hours, which is typically in a great restaurant or meeting spot here in the Buckhead area. We call them watering holes sometimes, <laughs> and those are very good. We also sponsor a Young Bucks Association as well as we have a, a leadership academy, which is very great with about 25 folks a year. And last year, in course coordination with uh, the coalition, we started a young leaders group, which brought 25 new under 25-year-olds into uh, to an environment to teach them about what's going on and how, why you should take good care of Buckhead. And I guess lastly is our signature luncheons and our annual lunch, which have always been very well attended as well as very interesting. We joked a little bit about Ted Turner. Ted Turner is actually a member of the Buckhead Coalition now and actually spoke to talk about how important it is to buy big tracts of land as often as you can. <laughs> and let's see, the other tip he taught us was how, how you could, if you, if you do a real good job of planning and behaving, you can get by on a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll kind of leave it with there today and of course being co-hosted and sponsored by the Buckhead Business Association. It is a pleasure to have another Chamber of Commerce in. It is a pleasure to have a brand new member in who is now settling back in Buckhead and doing good business and as always I'm looking forward to having more people behave with their money Kenny so I'll help you out with that process I have two two daughters and two son-in-laws I think I need to help practice that (laughs) so Rich it's about a wrap today for the excitement for a beautiful day a chamber of commerce day right here in Buckhead so you just got back from a a trip and uh, I know you're kind of worn out yeah we did the capital club radio show live broadcast from vegas uh vegas. yeah for their 20th uh, anniversary uh conference out there so yeah it was pretty amazing um it was a uh, great crowd a great event other than the red eye flight on the way back i'll t- <laughs> talk to you about that later well, we had a medical emergency got diverted in a seven hour layover but in vegas you know how they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless PVC is there. Oh, then, you've then, been holding it. been around ding, the world. Ding, yeah, ding, yeah. Ding. <laughs> it is around the world. So yeah. we do go live. We go remote. We'll go to your location. We do everything we can do to get radio on just one more set of ears. We'll see you next week. 
Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.